I didn't know what to do. I was like, he's clearly watching. This guy's watching me. But I know it. I'm not paranoid. <laughs> I'm Katie. I'm Kylie. And this is You're Not Paranoid. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of You're Not Paranoid. This week, we are picking up with our interview with Hannah Viverette. This is part two of her interview. If you haven't seen, if you haven't listened to the first part, I highly encourage you to go check out last week's episode and then come back to this one because boy, oh boy, does it get crazier. Also something important to note in this episode, um, you know, trigger warnings for uh, intruders and assault and, you know, peeping toms and a bunch of other horrible things, stalking. Um, so please be aware of that. And also, of course, listener discretion is advised. No, you know what I mean? And at that point, I'm all the way across where he fucking knows, excuse me, but like he, I'm at my front door and he's still in my apartment while I'm having to continuously scream to tell him to get out. Yep. You know, he mm-hmm. knew, he knew. So his intent was bad. I know that. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that, except for some goofballs on, there were some, seriously, that this is the thing I love about the internet too, though. As much haters as there can be throwing, you know, just, I've had such a lot of supporters. Like, there, there, there was somebody who was on Facebook trying to defend this man, right, before he was picked up by immigration. Somebody was trying to defend him. Um, and saying that I don't know the whole saying that that, that nobody knows the whole story um, <laughs> okay yeah yeah saying that they had spoke to him um he's that he's a great he's a great man and if anybody knows them meaning the person who made the post if anybody knows me I would never I would never say something you know out of character judgment like basically saying like trust me my words right and this man's a good man I'm like, yo, you're twice my age and you got a wiener. Let's get real here. I'm just, you know, stop. You're like, you weren't in my, I'm sorry he did not violate, he didn't climb up your balcony and break in. He didn't attack you, pro- he didn't like do it properly scary enough for you to be warranted. Like, what is, what are they trying to? Right? So literally he, this guy now that after the video went viral, and before, this is shortly before how, you know how things happen so quickly right before immigration picks him up um he's then coming up with the story that because he's had more time to sit and think about it all knowing that it's video right now he's like well shit I can't tell my other story it's not gonna fly anymore um he tried (laughs) listen because you can just see that video is like five minutes longer but I was dancing like consecutively I've got like 15 20 minutes of video of me just dancing I would hit pause play I would hit stop record stop record right so there was like five minutes of this one video this chunk of video um where I'm dancing and I'm doing you know I'm I'm doing all I'm I look normal okay I, the only people who have seen the full five minute video, dear God, <laughs> like because there was a pretty way to see. Like I look like a weirdo in some of it. <laughs> like I don't know. Like 
Yeah. So <laughs> was the I detective. mean, we think you have good dance moves. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we need to say it. We're it's saying so, it. <laughs> I, it's so therapeutic to me. Like it's, I got to the point and I love, I do like getting older. You know why? Cause the older I'm getting, I truly am realizing the more I don't give a crap what people think. Like Amen. it really, <laughs> I have people saying like, Oh, does anybody say how horrible she's dancing? And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> on, wiggling it. I don't care. I feel great. So, <laughs> oh man. Um, where was I with this angel guy? With the Girls. five minutes video. Yes. So I had sent that video to the detective. He's the only one because I knew it was coming. So, because <laughs> obviously I edited the video just to the part where he comes in. I'm like, y'all don't need to see me dancing. Like, no. <laughs> Sure enough, I get a text one night and the detective's like, hey, Hannah, um, do you happen to have more of the video just in case, you know, this guy tries to claim that right before you were still out on your balcony talking to him? And I'm like, yeah, I'll clear this up real quick. (laughs) Like, you'll know, you know, send him. I was, but at first I, before I sent it to him. I actually cried because I'm like, damn, I feel so violated. I even told him that I'm like, yeah, I already felt violated that I felt like he was creeping on me through the window, but now I have to send you this video. It was not meant to be seen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> me in the privacy of my own home late at night. Come on. It's not like it was anything sexual or weird. I was like, I know that. <laughs> even if it was, it was you cared. It was just yeah, me dancing still, and, you know, yeah. it's just, as you should. One, one part, Part of it, I was literally lying on my belly. I was just lying there. Like he could have just walked in. Like I'm, I cringe watching the video because there's like, there's so many moments. Um, yeah. So, but what's funny is that like, I don't know how long he could have been watching me for, you know, one minute for 10 minutes. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I totally had a brain fart. No, it's like, (laughs) so much talking. I'm like, I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet. Um, oh my gosh. No, I wanted to tell you guys that. Ah! Dancing and the evidence and it was a long video and he wanted to see if something happened beforehand. And so yeah, he sent so it. I truly, so, oh yeah, he tried to spin his story. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tried to spin his story then. He had some more time to think about it after the video went viral and, you know, people are questioning him because um, he got a lot of, you know, People were TikTok. They are some FBI agents. Oh my goodness, yo! <laughs> I couldn't even find this guy's profile, and I thought I was good. Like, you know, I've had some really raunchy ex-boyfriends. <laughs> I've been able to do some really good investigating, and I'm like, right. I find this guy. No, I had people sending me where he worked, like all of this stuff. That I'm just like, yo, you guys, you're on it. That's amazing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just crazy. Like I said, TikTok to support. So when I, when this person is making this post about trying to defend this man and I'm at first reading it, like, no, this can't be real. Like is somebody actually defending him and they're trying to say that they spoke with him and he was claiming that I was a woman in distress. (laughs) So it was just funny to me. Listen, listen, that was the worst like from that video where I'm like cooling down, like, oh, I'm so in distress. You don't, you still don't climb somebody's effing balcony and help yourself in. 
No, you, like, no, you tell, don't. Spin it any way you want. Tell whatever story. You don't do it. There's never, it's never okay. It's never justified. 100%. Exactly. So literally I'm reading this. I'm getting angry at first, you know, people on the internet and they're like, yeah, there's two sides of the story. And I'm like, no, there's not like, there's actually more to it. You know, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, and it's he's really insulting me. I can prove it, but, um, no, that post ended up getting deleted not long after, but like they had set up like a GoFundMe account for him and his family, um, which I was just like the whole thing. I'm, I didn't know how to feel. I felt so weird about it. The whole thing was weird. And I'm getting screenshots of this crap sent to me after I made a point to delete my Facebook for, you know, a few days, it was, things were getting hectic and I just felt like I needed a breather. Um, and I'm still having to see this stuff. Um, um, the people on just social media just pretty much took care of them for me. Like I didn't have to, to get on social media to be like, set the record straight or I'd have to do anything. You know, I took, a day, I took a breather. <laughs> I took a day, I took a breather. I let it roll off my back. I, you know, grounded myself, reminded myself that people are always going to have their own perception. You know, their, that, and their perception is their reality. And it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, people can think whatever the hell they want. Um, you know, I know the truth. And yeah. So after reading what people were like, just putting them in their place pretty much for me. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I don't even have to touch this. I don't even have to worry about this. Thank you Good. guys. That's amazing. It's okay for me. And my sisters are even the same things. Like the few days after I posted the video and I was getting some harsh feedback or whatever, people just wanting to be assholes online, you know, my sisters. And I actually did not read into a lot of comments at first. Like I didn't do it. It it was like at least two or three weeks after the video had been viral where I was actually going and spending time to scroll through and look at comments and you know, like, like some and be like, what the hell? It's so mean. Like, but I'm going to tell you, I, it, oh gosh, I learned really, really quick. Just like, like that, I think actually getting all of that meanness and all of like, the, just the so much and not only meanness, like directly towards me, but then like people fighting on my posts about like things like totally off topic where I'm just like, what's going on here? <laughs> like it makes, this makes no sense. Um, this is not what, you know, I didn't want this. That's what honestly, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, just laugh about it. This is social media. Um, I know right from wrong. I know, like, I feel like I try to be, try to be appropriate. And, um, if people want to be mean online or I don't know, want to try and say anything about, I don't know, I like just the video ever being fake or whatever, just that blows my mind. It's like, you know, charges are there. He yeah. obviously, you know, yeah, it is there. It's all there. I, I feel like whenever we, when we've talked about this before on other episodes, just like the, philo the philosophical idea of people denying these things, mm -hmm. it's that they themselves cannot get their heads around, not to defend them, but just trying, because we try, we seek to understand. We try to like see like what's kind of like what you were saying, trying to understand like what's going on. Mm -hmm. they, I think that they, or we think, I think, I'll speak for me. <laughs> I think that they can't wrap their heads around it. And so they immediately want to deny that. 
because they can't possibly imagine that the world is seriously that scary, that this could literally happen to anybody. And yet it happened to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, and that's a reflection on them. That's not a reflection on you. You know, when people say like, even when they're mean to people or something like that, it's like, they're, they're just, you know, hurting inside. I just, and- I don't know why. I just felt like it scarred me for like, at first, like, I'm like, why are like, I, I don't know why I took so much offense to the fact that people wanted to defend him. And then as I started, you know, going to MMA more and learning, not just like self-defense, but like, you know, whenever you start a new lifestyle and you start like you're following different things online, you start reading new things, you just little by little, you know, trickles into other parts of your life. So I'm reading other things about survivors and reasons why a lot of survivors don't come forward. Um, Yes, I was not raped in that moment, you know, thank God. Like, but the things that I've read, it's just like... I relate still so much to uh, with like the sub- why survivors don't wouldn't come forward, and also just like having shared that video. At first, I'm like, what? Like, I had to realize like I can't take this back. Meaning like this is out for millions of people are saying this. Like I can't take that back. Like it's out there. It's out there. You know, even if I took this down right now, it's out there. Like it's going to be seen. Yeah. Um, so that was a little terrifying at first. I had to let that sit in. Um, and to know, oh yeah, just to, just like, I, man, I, it was crazy. I wasn't prepared to go viral like that, but, um, mm, yeah. You are a survivor, to- by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You are 100% a survivor. That should never, ever be questioned. Like, not that you shouldn't question it, but if anyone is listening, like, Friday, when everyone listening, like, that is not a question here. Absolutely. I agree with that. I, in my heart of heart, I agree with that. Um, And what's crazy, uh, another thing, like, I, so two nights before, the incident as well this would have been Friday night I had just pulled into my parking lot because you know this is called you're not paranoid so I just pulled into my parking lot and I was getting sometimes I'll take my time getting my bags collected you know I'm that girl that's got 500 things all over her car that I gotta collect (laughs) to actually get out of my car and go on so I'm getting my stuff collected and I notice um, this man in a hoodie. It was a dark hoodie. I remember it being dark. I don't remember what kind it was, but it was hood was up. And there was this like little walkway in my parking lot that a lot of people, it was like high traffic walkway people would take to cut through to walk to like shopping center, like the grocery store and all that. Um, It was so close like just to walk to that stuff. Um, so it was really sketchy area though. You know what I mean? It's like this big brick wall. I felt like people will be back there just doing sketchy things. So I know I'm sitting in my car, turn my headlights off. Um, it's late at night and I just noticed this guy in a hoodie. He's on his phone, right? He's like texting or I just see his phone lit up and he's, he walks by me. Um, he clearly can see that I'm sitting in my car um, I did not get a good enough look at him. He was walking, he was in a, it was dark out and he was walking in a weird angle around like this bend. Um, 
so he walks through these, this little walkway near my vehicle and about a minute later emerges and I'm like, that's like, what is he coming back around for that quick? Nobody comes around that walks around there. Like they're gone for a little bit. He didn't go to the store. What was he gone for a minute for? You know, it was just weird, whatever. And I was very intuitive. I was, that's another thing. I was also very aware of my surroundings. Like that's been heightened since the incident. But like, I was also that person who was also, like, I was always aware. I was mm-hmm. stayed aware. Um, but this night I literally was watching this man at this point he had made like two trips back and forth within two minutes to this little pathway right where my within you know 10 feet of my car and I'm just seeing the back of him and whenever he was coming and walking forward he had his phone up to his face and was pretending to talk on the phone I swear I'm like this Cause at the third time I saw him, I'm like, he's something sketchy. And he kept watching. He was, he was, I could tell he was watching me. There was nobody else around. I'm looking in all my mirrors and finally I'm, I get out of my car and I see this guy walk for the last time. He was like doing little laps. Like, I don't know. He walks for the last time and he walks right by my car. He has his hoodie up. So, um, and there was one other car in the park parking lot, like 20 feet away, where he's walking, 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 and then his walking trail just stops. Like he's hiding behind this Jeep, right? So in this moment, I'm standing on the back side of my car, like bent over, grabbing stuff out of my back seat. And I immediately just picked up my pepper spray because I was like, I was nervous. I was ready to scream. I didn't know what to do. I was like, he's clearly watching. This guy's watching me. He's ready to approach me. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I'm not paranoid. (laughs) In that moment, thank you, Jesus. In that moment, one of my neighbors and their dog comes like barreling out this door. These doors to this apartment complex are loud and obnoxious. And you can just hear them like, like open. (laughs) Uh, So this door opens really loudly and this dog and my neighbor come, you know, running out and this guy in this hoodie literally takes off running like out in the darkness on the opposite side you know and that's when I'm like motherfucker motherfucker like yes I knew it I knew it and in that moment I'm running up to my neighbor and I'm like because this is my neighbor the same one that I told you I had a witness when Mm -hmm. I took that notebook into the leasing office, mm-hmm. the one that he knew everything. He was with me from the beginning with all this weird stuff happening. I was ran up to him. And the first thing I told him was I'm not freaking paranoid. Like I'm not paranoid. I'm not making things up. I'm not just, you know, I'm like, this is real. This, there was a guy literally just watching me from the parking lot. And I swear to God, he was, he looked like he was trying to like, he was watching me. He wanted to approach me or something, you know, it was creepy. So people don't watch from afar creepily. And are not creeps. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> so like Thank good you. thing you followed your gut. Like there's there's no question about that. Like yeah, like normal people don't do that. Right? Absolutely. And it was just a lot of um yeah, a lot of paying attention. Um and getting yeah, someone else involved, which is like mm-hmm. really good too. If you yeah. Can. And for the expert saying that you didn't do anything right. I think like all of this stuff <laughs> leading up to it of like, n- like having all these gut instincts and like following them and not pushing them down. I think 
that was in the back of your mind. And I think that's exactly like you did everything right. And you followed your gut. So literally, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) This is you're our people. This is what we're talking about. (laughs) Like you get it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys get it too. Yeah. That's because that's exactly, you know, that's exactly right. And what's crazy is like, oh my God, this is what is really frustrating too about the leasing office was, you know, like you said, like I followed my gut. I really felt like I did everything I should have. Even finding that stupid notebook in my apartment a month after moving in there. When I called that leasing office and asked them for the for that notebook back before that video went viral. Because when I was piecing all my information together up here and I'm like, that notebook, yes. Called the leasing office and like, hey, you remember when I brought that notebook in and y'all changed my locks? They're like, yeah, we do. And I said, can I have it back? Oh, we don't have it anymore. What do you know where it is? Oh, I don't know where it is. I'm not sure what happened. So then I started to get angry, but I still was trying to keep my cool, you know. I'm just like, this is all bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Um, It ended up, I I had this weird feeling. I'm like, I feel feel like she probably gave it back to him. (laughs) Like he probably has it. Like, you know what I mean? but no shit. What was I going to say? Girls, it's getting late over here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, what did say? Uh, oh, this is what she told me. She told me that I should have, it's just like another form of victim shaming. I felt, um, she was like, well, did you call the police after you found that notebook? And I was like, no, I thought it was somebody from your maintenance and y'all were going to fix the problem. Like, she was like, well, you should have filed a police report when you found that notebook and gave them the notebook if you wanted it, if you wanted it to be kept or something like that. And I'm just like, no, she did not. The hell? Listen, listen. So that's what I think I was saying earlier. Is I was actually, <laughs> I went on to Google and I was Google, Google reviews, right? This is not, I've done so many when you ask about like my day-to-day life being different since all of this, yes, so much, just because of even the random things that I actually have to look up on the internet now, just with being on TikTok, I'm like learning so much. I'm like, <laughs> um, no, but God, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to be your own lawyer <laughs> and like, yeah, Carol just like. So I, I ended up actually, um, when it went viral, I ended up actually, from my Instagram post meeting an attorney named Simone Redwine. Mm -hmm. Um, She's great. She's awesome. I will also say that like, I am also very naive. I'll admit that I am like, and I think that a lot of women are, and I'm going to say it like a lot of women are, I don't know if it's like we choose to be, or we want to be, or I don't know, but um. I just feel like we're told to be all connected. It's all connected. Absolutely. Um, Gosh, but we don't need to be (laughs) now that we're like, like it's okay to like shut that down and absolutely trust your gut and not have to justify it. I Mm -hmm. hate that, that people want you to justify your emotions on the whole thing. Like, 
That doesn't right. make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, as I was saying before, there was like, there was a moment where I, when I was looking up like survivors, um, reasons why they don't come forward. Um, and the, some of the things were just, they just hit home for me because it's like, you know, I've felt these things, even though I did come forward. Um, but I've, I don't know why I've been questioning, like, why do I feel that? Why am I worried about, you know, just like, gosh, I almost want to find the video because it was so bad. There was, there was so much in it about just like worrying about him or like, you know, I was talked about like his family or, um, like survivor's like, guilt kind yeah, of Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. not wanting to, or, or, um, feeling like you'll be shamed. Like you mm-hmm. did something to deserve it or earn it, which is how I was feeling when people were telling me that my door was unlocked. So it's like, yeah, that, yeah just that's... because my door's unlocked, that's a free fucking invitation to walk in. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're saying that the wrong is having your balcony door unlocked versus the wrong is actually a guy climbing up onto your balcony and coming into your house with the intent to assault you. Like, let's just discuss exactly. That. Mm-hmm. exactly. But let's break down that you didn't right. handle that exactly, exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. My sister. My sister was like, this, "It'll fire her. It'll fire my sister up too." Because. You know, she's always my good, my voice of reason. Whenever I'm breaking down, like reading the shit online, I'm calling her up and she's, you know, reassuring me, let me know. Hey girl, listen, <laughs> like there's just, it, you honestly, you just, you, you all, you don't know unless you really are in that position, like how you would handle um, the situation. Yeah. So to be able to, to give so much criticism to somebody on how they handled it, you know what? Within one minute, I de-escalated the situation. I sought help, and he was out of my apartment, and I was, and I'm alive to tell about it. I wasn't raped, and nothing happened. Like he cut my Christmas lights, like they were five bucks, and he also got that as a charge. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> other than that, like, and he's, as far as I'm concerned, he's off the street, meaning he can't do that behavior to somebody else because exactly. he's willing to do it to me. Listen, what the I'm. I, you me. <laughs> yeah. Those things where you think this would never happen to me. Yes, it can. It can happen to you. Like, yeah. Don't. And, you, and you, I mean, you coming forward, that was actually one of the things in here too, is like you coming forward and sharing that and having him taken off the street. You probably did actually save lives, mm-hmm. like many women's I, lives. I feel so. Um, another thing was like, what what was weird at first was that he didn't have a criminal record, and it's because he was illegal, right? So whenever, after, yeah, um, I don't know if he's had other names. Like, there's so much. Um, there's just so much to to the to the background of just like him. Um, yeah, no criminal record means yeah. literally nothing that doesn't mean that you're a good person it just means yeah. You've been yeah 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 they were trying to say the only criminal record here, well I'm thinking that he had other aliases I think right. that's mm-hmm. what was up I think that he had other names 
um, and they just weren't able to find all of this criminal record or whatever. He could have a whole, as like the state's attorney was explaining to me, like he could have a whole nother record from where he's from that, you know, we don't know about. He could have murdered people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know. Um, and people don't just why, turn into stalkers yeah. and climb balconies and are confident enough to walk in out of nowhere. Thank that, you. That, that was another from, reason why I posted it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That doesn't mm-hmm. come up from out of nowhere. Like, we, just, yeah. I mean, this, we cover stories where they'll be like, oh, like this man, you know, didn't start doing this until he was like 60 years old. And then like, oh, really? You think so? Like you think this person right. goes his whole life and there's just snaps one day and turns yeah. into a, you know, a stalker or a murderer. Like, that doesn't just happen overnight. Exactly. Um, and those were my thoughts when I was posting that video because I'm just thinking like he, this is too bold of an act for it to be the mm-hmm. first time. Exactly. It's not, this doesn't happen one and done, you know, I don't. 100%. Ew, gross, gross, gross. He told the investigator he was being interrogated and knew he was caught, you know, red-handed. Um, was read his rights, you know, go in jail, whatever. He asked the investigator if he could apologize to me. <laughs> like, I just feel like that's so weird. It just seems like, ooh. Like you would give creepy. him the time. <laughs> the like, officer he just just wants like, to no, see. it's not yeah. going to happen. Ugh. Like, he, like you would give him the time. Yeah. Uh, like, who like, does he I'll think like, he is? He thinks he's so important that he can just have your time to then, like, make it right. How can that ever be made right? Right, right. I mean, of and course, like, I guess it's good like, to yeah. apologize, um, but <laughs> <laughs> like from a human standpoint, but you know that he's an yeah, evil it, person. It, so the intent no, is I, not a good intent. <laughs> it's like you were, no, and the way it was from him, it's like, no, you little stinker, you want to apologize because you got caught, you know, otherwise it's just, you know, you'd still be creeping. He'd still mm-hmm. be creeping. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. <laughs> I want to say it's like a a miracle that everything worked out the way it did, but I also think it's 100% in your credit. Yeah. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that big time. Yeah, 100%. I really appreciate that. Feels a lot more reassuring and I know it is very smart to lock your balcony doors listen I would almost advocate just as much for people living alone to not wrap Christmas tree light cords around their balcony <laughs> at literally the little the most random things like you talk about once again my day-to-day life changing now I'm like scoping out balconies different apartment complexes I'm driving by I'm like they need to take down their Christmas lights like they're (laughs) dangerous that's more than a fire hazard that's like you know you're asking it to get strangled sir oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah just random things like that but I don't know um like I said I wouldn't I wouldn't change how I handled the situation at all I'm I'm so proud of myself my sister um she, she was explaining to me how much in that minute, like I grew, um, like within, yeah, I was initial fear, you know, telling Alexa to stop. And then actually using my voice, she's like, you can hear it in your voice. Even as you're mm-hmm. throughout that minute, you're getting more dominant and, you know, you yeah, can hear yeah. the maturity growing in your voice, the confidence growing in your voice as it progresses, you getting, you're getting more and more confidence. 
um which is true that's how I felt in that moment too like I, I just I wouldn't change it I'm, I'm glad with how I handled it so many people oh my god please my my favorite comment guys was Alexa call 911 I'm not going to tell Alexa to call 911 while he's standing right <laughs> like literally in front of my face you know what I mean I'm gonna run I'm gonna get the hell out of there yeah <laughs> you get out of I mean but also like you stood there like you stood your ground and you saw him you know it wasn't like just running away because I feel like sometimes I mean it's partially from scary movies and partially from research yeah. but they say like predators literally go after prey that looks scared you know go after that mm-hmm. and you didn't you stopped first in your firm and recognizing that he was a threat and you like shut it down you're like I Mm -hmm. I think in the video he says like are you my friend and you're like no like I could not believe get out of my house get out of my house get out of my house there was no like please stop it was I see you and like get the fuck out basically it's like that was what was communicated (sighs) and he didn't even if I don't because you said he spoke Spanish you know it doesn't matter if he understood you or not that's what was understood because if it wasn't if he wasn't threatened who knows he knows you very know, well. Like he, yeah. he was stopped in his tracks or else mm-hmm. that would have not played out that way. And it was, would be a really, you know, tra- this would be a tragedy and it's I think right. the heavens. It's I agree. Not. And thank your I you agree. Know, instincts. Mm-hmm. 100%. I have the chills just there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy. It, it is. It's my instincts. I will say that for sure. Like, I, like I wanted to first be like, ladies, trust your instincts. But anybody, trust your instincts. I've talked to so many people now about instincts and intuition from this simple, simple but life changing event. You know, mm-hmm. this yeah, something. Oh my gosh, it was just it's it's absolutely it's been it's been life changing, but super eye opening, and I'm I'm just so grateful that I'm able to share this with so many people and they can see how, um, I mean, to be honest, I, like, every time I'll go back and watch a video, it's the same as the first time I watched it. It's, it puts me back in that emotion, the feelings, like, my heart races every time I watch it. Just hearing, God, I love you, Bishop Briggs, my girl, you know. I, know, I love that song <laughs> I so love her that so song. much. Yeah. Oh, I love her. I'm always, you know, so... <laughs> That song gives me so much anxiety now. I can't, <sighs> like, I'll leave, like, I even put it on to try and meditate to it now just because it's, like, it's it's weird, you know? But that certain part, like, the bridge where he actually comes in and I'm, mm-hmm. oof, yeah, every time I listen to it, it's rough. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, you, it's, like, that's not fair for that song to be taken away from you, you know? So it's know. good that you're <laughs> you're working through that to take it back as part of your what's so cool is that a few months prior to me really enjoying that song I used to listen I was listening to it on my Pandora right and you know how like the artists will do their little uh little preview their little Mm -hmm. clip like Mm -hmm. hey guys listen thanks for listening to my station on Pandora right yeah (laughs) so so Bishop comes on before River comes on and she goes you know hey guys thanks for listening to my you know my, my new song whatever I think that's what she was saying at first but and then she started talking about what her new what her upcoming song River she's like I just want to let you guys know this song's about 
basically not taking no for an answer, not backing down. That's what River's about. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use this song. And then that's why I chose to dance to White Flag by her um, for my second TikTok video when I was still in that stupid, stinky apartment. Sorry, I can't get all my stinks out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, oh gosh. Yeah. And I've just had, I just have so many different, so many different dance videos from a short amount of time that I was in that little apartment in Hagerstown. And it just makes, makes me wonder like how many times was he watching me through my windows or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the other kind of things that like my, since the days, like I've had to think a lot about and like kind of just retrace my steps. It's, it's disgusting though like I sometimes I have to stop myself because it's like I I have to remind myself like I am okay I am safe but also it helps me um to stay in reality if that that makes sense like Mm -hmm. um but just certain little things that like I was saying before um there were a lot of nights where (sighs) regretfully like I would would remember waking up and would see like my balcony just specifically my balcony door would be unlocked um and that would be where I would be like shit did I forget to lock it or some nights I would be like I know damn well I forgot to lock that last night and that just scares me just like I just you know what I mean so yeah yeah, locking your doors is very important I can get um being scolded for that but yeah, everything it doesn't else. Change, it doesn't change any of it, though. Right. And, like, again, a lot of people have told me, you know, about, um, like, they would have shot them. They would have done this. They would, listen, even if I had a gun on my hip, you know, maybe I would have drawn it. I wouldn't have shot him. I still would have done exactly what I did. I would have got mm-hmm. to the door. You know, I would have done what I did. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so this is something that is just also really random, but another thing. So I also was trying to figure out why I did what I did as well. Like, why did I run? Like, I'm not a, like, I am a fighter, you know, I'm not, but that, that moment, like, obviously, and people were telling me that it's so sad that she, you know, she had to say, please, you know, she was saying, please still try to be nice. Yo, I wasn't saying that as like, because I'm a woman to a man, I was literally saying, please, because I was in fear of my life. I was playing for my life. That's how it felt. It was like, I, you know, I didn't care if that, if he was a man, woman, whatever. I wasn't, I'm going to say, please, because I don't want to be hurt. Like, just don't hurt me. Um, yeah. Escaping to my neighbors, like, why did I do that? Like, I'm just replaying everything. And I'm like, when I was a little girl, my mom on thing, and I shit you not, it flashed, I, it flashed in my head in that moment when I was like frozen and he was standing. And before I lunged for my phone and she used to tell me as a little girl, now my mom's passed away from brain cancer. Um, but it, like I said, like I'm spiritual and I felt like presence all day in that moment. I just 
could hear her like telling me to run, you know, but as a little girl, she always told me if anybody ever tried to take you and if anybody ever tried to take you, you run and scream as loud as you can. But as a grown woman in that moment, like I knew that was my choice where I was like, I'm running and I'm going to get loud. I'm running and I'm going to get loud. Like it's just like mama taught. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah. Yeah. I knew that that was my choice. So when people ask me, how did you know that that was what you're going to do? Like that was it. It was literally, I took myself back to being a little girl, like real quick. And was like, this is what I'm doing. Um, but I also, oh, sorry. Sorry, I handled it with, no, no, sorry. I know I'm (laughs) blabbering. No, you're good. I took my my, mind, you know, little girl remembering what to do, like, but I handled it with like, I feel like more maturity, um, because I knew to stop the music to calmly, I wanted to, I didn't want it to escalate. That was my biggest thing because I was just, like I said, fearful of him pulling a weapon out or lunging towards me. Um, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't Yeah, I didn't, I just didn't want him to run, come at me. Yeah, I wanted to just to create that space, just like the security guy from Dr. Oz was saying. <laughs> yeah, At creating that distance. That's what I did, y'all. I'm gonna preach it too. Do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. So creating some. I've been blabbering so much. There's been no, so much. Oh, yeah. That's what podcasts are for. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is what we're here for. We're here for you and to share your story, <laughs> yeah. you know? So thank you for like doing that. Oh I was just going to, the thing I was going to say is I'm like what you just said so is, you, oh, sorry. What, <laughs> what I was going to say is what you already had in you, what, um, which is what I try to think too. And I, I try not to say preach, but what I think we've, like, I personally have learned is to already have and know in your mind and like in your heart, what you will do. If you were like what your mom taught you, if that ever heaven forbid does happen. You know, I think when we talk about like being naive, um, Mm -hmm. it's because we don't want those things to happen. Mm -hmm. But talking about this, having these conversations, sharing your story shows people it can happen. And it's, Mm -hmm. I think, I personally think it's important to reflect on that and do hold that in you of like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I am a survivor, heaven forbid. Like, I'm not going to walk around like, you know, like paranoid. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) But I know that I'm not going to go down without a fight, no matter what. No matter what. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So Um, another thing, like, something like, oh, my gosh. Um, It is is weird to hear y'all call me a survivor. I guess that hasn't really hit me. Like, I'm, I don't know why I can't accept that or, like, like, it's like, it doesn't take something physically happening to me to need to be that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why that's so hard as a woman, maybe to try and get that through. Like what he did was wrong. Like, you know, cause that's what, yeah. Like part of like me going through therapy was like, there were times where I tried to justify him climbing on my balcony. Like, why would I do that? that's part of the reason why survivors won't come forward is because they'll sit and try and justify why their attacker did what they did. And that's, it's sad. And that's. Because we can't imagine someone being that evil 
to mm-hmm. do that. So of course it like must be saying, something yeah. we did. We mm-hmm. we must have let been the one to, you know, that's what I think like a lot of um survivors say too. It's or not say, but have that thought of, oh, I like or victim shaming rather. And we back mm-hmm. that up. People when they victim shame, oh, they had that coming or they brought that on themselves or look right. how they were dressed or what they were doing. They were asking for that. It's like no, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Exactly. People are living their lives and doing what they do regardless that doesn't give someone the right or the permission on right. any level mm-hmm. to do this regardless of what life right. you're doing or what you're doing or door locked door unlocked door open door not open like horrible people right. will do horrible things and the problem is not around what the victims did or didn't do it's the fact that these are horrible assholes doing you know trying to Amen. Exactly. I can't even get the words yeah. out. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. I'm so mad. No, yeah. I, I I hear you though. It's it's so true. Um, yeah. Um, I'm I'm super grateful. I'm yeah. Everything that's happened has just been like I've said. Like I felt like once it happened, I was holding my breath for a while. Um, I did a lot of interviews, and my goodness. Uh, like, I don't know if it's being 25 and now my brain is supposedly like fully fused together and my decision-making skills can be better. Like, uh, like life's supposed to be better, I guess. I don't know. But I truly have been finding myself, especially since this whole incident, just like, really growing, growing like mentally. Like, um, but the whole month of December, when I was like, pushed into these all these interviews so quickly I still hadn't even processed like I I am now like I am and I have and I'm there's still certain little things um where I'm not gonna lie like I'm I'm on edge you know like right I'll be driving and see now I'm seeing him walking down the street or something little you know the little things that you see on movies or whatever it's real like that can, you can really feel that. Like, it's scary. Um, I just like, I I fear, like, I don't know who's affiliated with. I don't know his family. I don't know what his intents are actually that night. What if he really did get in a van? I don't know, you know? So it's scary. There's a lot of other things that I can fear and worry about. Um, But while I was, while I was like, living in this like I guess almost almost when the video went viral it almost felt like I had like this weird security blanket put over me with so many people knowing if that I don't know does that make sense it totally does yeah Yeah. like just exposing him like this is this is him he's gonna like no one can like this uh you can't you can't discredit or hide this like there's nothing that can like you said, you can't take it back. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to know exactly what you went through and exactly, you know, what happened. Finding the reassurance, <laughs> finding reassurance in that there are other eyes on this and that people are seeing it and he is being exposed, you know. There's no discrediting or questioning what happened because you have that proof. And now literally millions of people have seen it for mm-hmm. themselves and you can't, I mean, I can't believe that would even have to say that anyone would argue with it, but 
you can't argue with it. Like there's just, you know, that is a security blanket knowing that you're believed. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and you have proof. Absolutely. Want to know more about us and stay in the loop? Join our YNP listener letter where we will keep you up to date on new episodes, give you access to choose episode topics, and share some behind the scenes. You'll see it in your inbox first. You can join our email list by signing up on our website, www.yourenotparanoid.com. See See you there. Hey friend, we want you to be part of our podcast. Share a story, topic idea, or a question you'd like us to answer and we'll feature you on the podcast. Send it to us at yourenotparanoid at gmail.com or over on Instagram at yourenotparanoid and we'll share it on the show. Want to hear your own voice on the episode? Now you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash ynp. Our pod is your pod. Now back to the good stuff. Like I can't imagine Mm -hmm. how difficult this would be to try to share without proof. I... It wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's what sucks. See, literally, right. yeah. if I didn't have a video, what am I? I'm, I'm not going to be the person that's going to make a Facebook post just typing up my feelings. If I didn't have that video, it wasn't getting shared. Like, I would have told my friends and family about it. But to be honest, another reason why survivors don't come forward, they worry about who's going to believe them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would have thought about this. Trust me, if I didn't have that video, I actually cannot fully get myself to like go there. Like if I didn't have the video, because it would be so hard um, to get through trying to tell people like this, this happened and to actually have them believe me or to just not think that I'm um, being overdramatic or, you know, I took it the wrong way, or maybe he needed help, or maybe you're just being, you know, paranoid. <laughs> but for real, like, because those are all things people I don't do know. say. I'm, yeah. that's the, I'm that's so the grateful thing. I had that video. 100%. Mm-hmm. And even still, people are saying this with proof. So that yeah. just goes to show you that, like, so, some people are just don't mm-hmm. want to believe that, which is, you know, shame on them. That's sad that they can't ex- like understand Absolutely. that because then they'll never be in a, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I think so. Like, I don't want to say they'll never be prepared, <laughs> but like, if you deny it, right. then you'll you'll never learn. You'll never you know grow. And that's what this is. This is that's what the podcast is for. Is it's not to make people more scared. It's to mm-hmm. you know try to create a safer world and say that this can happen. So let's try to help prevent more things from happening. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. Um, and that, like, that's another thing, like, with this video having blown up so much, I don't feel like I got to actually say that in any of my news interviews. Like, all of December, I'm interviewing with these people. And like I said, I feel like I've been growing a lot over the last few weeks. Like, even just last, you know, the month of December, doing all these interviews, I just, I would, I didn't know what I was doing, um, meaning like I'm. I was so. Sh- I've, I've always been this sheltered girl mentally, I guess. And some of it is like ignorance is bliss. I've chosen to be that way because the world is a nasty place. <laughs> like it can be very nasty. Um, so, um, 
Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm totally no, it's okay. Right now, it's late over there. We're sorry that <laughs> we're you're getting Dr. Doing Dana this. right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The secret word is Dunkin' Donut. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, totally fine. Yeah, the the just <laughs> I'm trying to back up now too. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, There's man. so much to it. Yeah, it's just growing um, from the interviews, and you couldn't say these things. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I yeah. didn't understand what people's. Thank you so much for helping me. Keep reminding me. Yeah, no, it's so okay. I'm I like, just, I get I you. I'm here. <laughs> you do. You're doing awesome. Um, I guess it was just like trying to understand people's uh, motives with why they wanted to actually interview me. Is it just because the story's gaining popularity, or like, I don't know. It's like I look back at a lot of the interviews, and it was like there was no reason to do that one. I didn't, you know, all it did was give me anxiety, made me uncomfortable. And I, I didn't get to talk about what, what I would have wanted to. I didn't get to express, you know, and then the media, the news is going to be able to ultimately do what they want, you know, flip it out, Mm -hmm. flip the scripts about how, put it how they, you know, and, you know, I don't feel like they're going to use it to want to help people. It's more of like, watch this shit. Like this happened. Dr. Oz it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Woo. I just, you know, um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's raw. It's really raw. Like what I'm grateful for too, is that, you know, and I've got this comment a lot too. It's like people are like, yeah, I felt the emotion. I felt the fear in her voice it was theirs real like um yeah I'm uh, that one video that one minute of my life that one video yeah I'm just I've learned a lot from it and I'm I'm grateful I'm grateful for it totally yeah yeah grateful that everything happened the way I mean that it everything ended the way it did well yeah and I do want to say that this is what I was going to say earlier, because I know I'm all over. Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is our style. We love it. <laughs> so, like, um, at, y- y'all calling me a survivor. That's really cool. Um, because I'll look at other people who go similar or worse, and I'll be like, that's a real survivor. But either way, like, we are all so fucking brave. Well, like, I, this is something I've come to realize is, like, you're so much braver than you know. Because so many people also have watched my video. And even me now. Like, if that didn't happen to me, I've literally been, like, and I were to be scrolling through TikTok and stopped on that video and watch it, I'd be shitting bricks. Like, no thank you. Um, I would be so scared of something like that ever happening to me. Um, y'all you when when something scary like that you don't when something scary like that happens you don't know how brave you are so you really you know and so you're t- mm-hmm. put into that oh yeah so mm-hmm. i'm all my other survivors kudos you know you're not alone and you know keep keep speaking up keep talking keep telling mm-hmm. your story or do it if you haven't like do it you're not like you're not paranoid. You're not crazy. I keep I keep thinking like what I want to say, and I'm like the show. <laughs> <laughs> the show's title says it all. 
Yes, that's exactly. It's so funny. Like, you know, we have some questions and whatnot, but you've literally like carried us through exactly what we wanted to talk about with you. Like, so like one of the one of the like closing questions I was going to ask, too, is like, you know, what advice would you have for others who've also been through a traumatic experience? And you just freaking like nailed that right on the head. Like, yes, like it's okay to come forward. It's okay to, you know, like you will be believed. There are, there is a community out here who believes you 100, like (laughs) through and through no questions asked, Yeah, you know, and that's what I think. And that was absolutely. Hell yeah. And if nobody believes you and you want to tell your story, I'm all ears. Like, come on (laughs) for real. I will believe the crap out of y'all. Um, That's like I said, the amount of messages I received from women and reading them. Um, and also like a lot of them telling me that they haven't shared their stories, like and because of not their fear out of fear of whatever, you know. Um gosh, it it breaks my heart, honestly. I'm it's not fair. It's not fair. It's so not. you know what? I'll be if I can, I will try to also be a voice for these women who didn't have it on video. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this shit happens and people are crazy. <laughs> Trust yourself. Trust your instincts. And yeah. um, oh my gosh. Intuition is yeah. real. I feel Stay like people prepared, talk about... not scared. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had to. <laughs> Start you some MMA and oh yeah, like listen, even if you can't get into MMA classes, because they, yeah, they can get pricey, which sucks. I mean, it's worth it. It is worth it. But I have also come to find that there are a lot of people who aren't in MMA, but still know like a few basic moves, learn that shit, you know, even a few, like a few simple moves, you know, can get you situated when you're getting, (laughs) you know, so um, Mm I'm, that's another thing I would say to people, um, you know, team up with your buddies, friends, whatever, somebody's got to know some moves. I've definitely found a lot of my friends that don't go to MMA and um, they probably know more than me. (laughs) I'm still, I'm such a baby. I'm still such a baby. I'll be a baby for a while there. Everyone Um, starts somewhere, right? mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> so much yeah. truth to that. Yes. Did you want to ask about this last one? Um, oh, yeah. And then um, probably the last um, question about that. Um, do you have advice for family and friends of how to be supportive to someone who has been through something traumatic? That's a really great question. Um and I could answer that very well because I had the greatest support with my sisters, um, specifically my sisters, through this situation. Um, unfortunately, my father and I don't get along, so it would have been great. So I can speak on that as well. I can speak on both sides here. Um, gosh, believe them, like just hear them, listen to them, listen, listen, listen to them. Number one is listen, just let them talk. Even if, you know, listen, um, you don't necessarily have to 
believe them or reply right away, but just listen and hear them out. I feel like it's number one because once when somebody feels like they, they're being heard, that's just so important, so important, I feel like. Um, and it also gives that person who's listening time, if they're not speaking, that gives them time to think before they talk, you know, so that they can reflect too, um, which is also important. Um, gosh, I guess with my sisters, they were just so supportive, like constantly checking on, on me to see if, you know, how I was doing, especially the days directly after. Um, they, they know I'm a tough girl and everything, but basically making sure that I'm safe. So especially if, you know, you are a young single person and this happens to you and your family knows that you're young and living alone, you know, uh, be there for them. Like, <laughs> allow them to seek shelter somewhere where it's going to be safer for them for however long. Um, that's also very important is to get out of whatever environment that they're in, you know, um, to be even just to be supportive of them moving out of that environment. Um, gosh, that's a good question. I'm sorry. I'm no, that no, was, no, that's, that's a great a answer. Um, <laughs> with having my father, oh gosh, let me talk about this one, y'all. My father was not supportive he's never been supportive my whole life. Right. So, um, <laughs> after he found out, no, he also, he, he lives really close by. Right. Um, he, after he found out about it, this incident, I, I knew he knew about it from it going viral. Um, he didn't say anything to me. And like, at this point, like I'm seeing him like face to face and he didn't say anything to me. And I've got thousands of strangers in my inbox. Like, Oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And here I am with my own freaking dad who doesn't ask me or even tell me, I'm glad you're okay. Knowing what had happened, seeing the video, no emotion, no reaction. Right. That to me was exactly the fucking reason why I didn't want to come forward was people like that people like him who literally I I already knew that he was gonna like there's no point in even telling my dad this happened to me because even with this video he's gonna be like I don't believe her like this didn't happen or she's making it up she's being dramatic I just yes yes or she did something to provoke it or you know what and like I said I was in my apartment dancing and nothing was inappropriate or provocative I was clothed and you know it I don't give a even if even I was if walking around were. naked, yeah. even if I were, you know what? That's not Girl, an invitation. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh God, girls. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> just parent sometime. Cause <sighs> hopefully my family's not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's I, what my head was just like, I'm like <laughs> cause I come from a family as well. And I have had my, I mean, everyone's had shit, right? Everyone goes through stuff. I come from a family who, you know, pride themselves on being prepared and on being strong and a survivor. But with that comes, well, I, I raised you. You should know better. Mm. And I hate that because mm. we can't be 
100% and Katie knows what I'm talking about. There's a few different situations <laughs> in my life, but like, like you can't be, you, you're, we're human, A, and B, again, yes. that doesn't mean that these things are okay that happen to you. Like we right. have to take fault because those people won't. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, we feel you. Yeah. <laughs> you Thank are, you. Thank you, you are heard. You're yes. 100, like totally heard. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can y'all hear how this works? <laughs> and if you're, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, you have support from your sister, you got two more girls to reach out to. And, uh, you know, thank whole, you, you know, ladies. Communities, so. I yeah. love it. Yes. yes. We're Keep so, it so flowing. Pass it on. Yes. <laughs> totally. See, it's so. that domino effect. And like, for real, because like and the more women yeah yeah just like the, me putting it out there has been a lot of a lot of women have found a safe place in that being like you know what this really happens like little even random shit like this like it happens it happens mm-hmm. and we're not crazy and we're not. yeah and we're not paranoid <laughs> <laughs> we're not paranoid <laughs> oh man yeah. all right so we have what we call, this will kind of like maybe like lighten your brain a little bit. Ten, <laughs> I don't know. I called it this. Oh no, what do you call it? A, the 10 quick mixed bag questions. Okay. That, <laughs> well, they're kind of like, um, you know, first thing that comes to your mind when we ask you. It's <laughs> a kind of like fun little. Okay. You know, like, like little end. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'll go first. We'll and a little, little alternate. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this first one, I feel like you already answered, but that's okay. First okay. one, do you get called paranoid? And if so, what about? So I'm answering, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I get called paranoid? If so, what about? Um, yes. I, I honestly, I have a irrational fear of doors before this man actually entered my apartment. I don't like slamming doors or, um, I just, I've, I've had creepy things happen with doors opening and closing, like paranormal, like when I get into all that. Ooh, another <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? It just all happened. It just happened to be that this man broke in through my door, but I do actually, I don't like doors. Um, they usually do have to be open or closed and I am very, very weird about them. So the fact that that happened to me is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what would be one word to describe you? Ooh. A hot mess with a hyphen. It's like that. That's one word. <laughs> I know one. No. I know one. <laughs> and I saw it in your bio. Overcomer. I love it. You know what? That's awesome. I was actually thinking of getting that like a tattoo somewhere. Ooh, that's a good like, one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I a lot, just had actually. to say, I was like, hold on, don't short sell yourself. Don't <laughs> sell yourself you. short. <laughs> I love that. It's your own words. So I'm just, I'm just reminding <laughs> you. Uh, what's something that people get wrong about you? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh, all the time. This happens all the time. And I'm surprised like right now it'll come out. It depends on who I'm talking to, where I'm at, but you know how people have like where they come from, their little accents, their draws, whatever. So I was 
you know, raised all my life in South Central Pennsylvania. A lot of, I get this all the time. Like I was just at the post office the other day and a woman stopped me signing her package off to the mail and was like, you're from the South. And I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) And she's like, really? You have a beautiful accent. And I guess in that where I'm at, it's like, literally, like I said, it comes out in different places. Like, but, um, yeah, a lot of, I've gotten that a lot. It's like, I'm from the South and no, I was, I was raised in South Central Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you a Steelers fan? Well, my dad's side is from a suburb just outside of Pittsburgh. So. Oh, okay. Like, do you know what kind of city, what kind of town? Um, Like the name? Yeah. Yeah. Not, they're from okay, like okay, Allegheny awesome. County. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a small I know. <laughs> right. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Um, which, oh, this is just a silly one. Which is worse, ghosts or aliens? Ghosts? No. Yeah, ghosts. I have like, I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. Ghosts can, y'all. I don't mm-hmm. know. I like, I like good vibes and energy, but I just don't, I don't like the idea of ghosts. It's not cool with me. Agreed. I don't know. Like, is that weird? It's not weird. (laughs) No, yeah. We, yeah. We talk about that all the time. There are people out there, like, actually wanting to hunt ghosts, and I'm like, y'all are crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you do not want that. No, don't invite that in. If you watch any scary movie, you know, like, you do not acknowledge it. You do not name it. You do not do any of that. <laughs> you Thank ignore you. it I'm and like, you move on. Where's my sage stick? Go yeah. on. <laughs> you got to smudge the shit out of your house yes. all the time. 100. <laughs> it's true. Um, let's see. Okay. <laughs> this one's also silly. Do you have, okay, so Katie on our podcast, she's known to not know, like just doesn't watch any movies. Like I'll, I'm a movie buff to some extent I'll, <laughs> well I mean compared to me anyone is a movie buff yeah, yeah so he doesn't watch a lot of movies so this is where okay. this question is coming from um do you have any movie recommendations <laughs> for someone who doesn't watch a lot of movies <laughs> like Katie oh that's a good one man because I'm also I would consider myself more like Katie too because yes. I am like not a movie watcher <laughs> usually it's people like I'm the yeah, I'm not a movie, like, oh, man. But if you do watch a movie, what would you, rec- are you like a history or a science fiction or scary or, I would assume not scary because um, of what you just said, but. <laughs> no, yeah, listen, I like scary movies up until I had my son. I don't know if something changed chemically or hormonally within my body, but after I had my son, I'm like, screw scary movies. I don't even see any of that crap. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, I also will never, real quick, showing this in there. I was like a religious Dateline 2020 watcher. I loved all that shit. Like, I just always thought this would never happen to me, right? I have not watched an episode since. I can't. It's like, I, no. Nope. I felt that like was, I was in an episode. Of questions earlier that we were going to ask you, like, you know, did you mm-hmm. feel like it's so real? Like, obviously it is real. So it's like, like you said, you're in, like, you're basically, you are the it episode. Felt, it literally felt like I was in an episode after after it happened I was like this is what nightmares are literally made of oh my god you know this could have ended way differently it's a healthy it's a good reminder that like you know there are so many podcasts and so many tv shows and everyone gets obsessed and it's like oh wow like the you know the um 
what do they call it? They, they, I want to say romantic, like not romanticized, but they blow it up to be this like big epic, like scary. It's like, no, like these right. are real human lives being taken and being affected. And, you know, we got to bring it back yeah. down to remember like why we're here. Exactly. This isn't for the entertainment. Yeah. It's not entertain. It's not mm. like we're learning from these things. We're, you know, growing from these things. We're creating community, creating discussion, but yeah, not just entertainment. There's another word for it. I can't think of right now. <laughs> it's not romanticizing. It's a different word. I'll, it'll come to me when I'm sleeping tonight and I'll be like, ah. <laughs> um, I can't okay. think of a movie, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. Like we so never I'm got to movies. Sorry. I'm not good with movies. I, if I had to. Um, um, gosh, comedies are good, but I mean, this is pretty much, I think a lot of people like this movie. Isn't it good? I actually was just introduced to this movie, but I've watched it a few times since. I think it's called A Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. So this guy breaks out of jail. He's it's on a, a mission. classic, classic. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. So Very maybe you've seen it then? No. no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to see you now. You see every time. It's like if she has seen it, it's like everybody's like dance you know celebrate because no it's, yeah. a, it's a funny no movie. no yeah I know I make fun of myself about it too but um let's see um oh so cats or dogs um ooh, that's a good question I have allergies out the ass like I hate it I, I really wish I didn't because I love them both but dogs <laughs> dogs <laughs> Wow, yeah, you're no. way more Katie than you are Team <laughs> <Yeah>. Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Kylie, are you cats? I lo- well, I have a cat named Yankee. He's super duper cute, oh, fat and orange, but Katie also has <gasps> I have dogs. several dogs. So you probably could hear. See, if I had a cat, it would be orange, right? Aww, I would have yeah. to be. Apparently, they live the longest, too. I didn't He's a know that. a giant orange Garfield cat. Like, he just eats, sleeps, cuddles, like, yeah. That's literally why I'm like torn. <laughs> why I want to see cats, right? That right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow him at Yankee Kitty on Instagram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you can follow Katie's dog. Oh, yeah, she's at the Book of Jove. But <laughs> ah, that's good. Oh my so god. Funny. <laughs> Um, we have three, but currently four because me and my brother and sister-in-law are all living at my parents' house right now. So they Ooh, have their dog too. Party. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. fun though. The dogs all get to play. Yeah. No, honestly, I would love a dog too now for protection. But what's funny is like when I was growing up, I always um I had two Rottweilers, two girl Rottweiler dogs growing up, which you know everybody thinks like they, they're so mean. No, they're not. They were two big babies. I love them. And um I always told myself that I wanted to get a Rottweiler and I wanted to name it Reptar, like from the Rugrats. <laughs> Reptar. That's so cute. <laughs> oh yeah. Dogs. Awesome. I will say last comment about Yankee. When the door rings, he literally growls and runs towards the door like a little guard oh, cat. It's the funniest my thing. Gosh, that's awesome. I'm like, I don't know what you're gonna do, but I appreciate the effort. Cats are underestimated. Yeah. I feel like they're so much more intelligent and they have such like little spunky personalities totally all right a couple more uh guilty pleasure Ooh, 
Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I have such a sweet tooth. I always have candy on me. I'm the candy queen. Anybody who knows me knows it. Um, sugar, yeah. Like, like I've always got gobstoppers in my purse or sweetest fish, Twizzlers, like straight sugar. I want. That You're candy. like across the board. Yeah. That's like a nice diverse. Oh God, what am I talking about? <laughs> Listen, Dunkin' Donuts. I roll up to Dunkin'. They know who I am. So <laughs> Classic. That's so awesome. As soon as I start talking, they're like, I can hear them giggling. And they're like, oh, four caramel, two, two French vanilla? Okay, you're good. Like, <laughs> they know what I'm getting. Like, I come here too much. So maybe Dunkin' on top of that. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um, and then what does safety mean to you? Oh. Gosh, y'all laying into me with these questions. <laughs> um, safety, being prepared and cautious for the unknown. Ooh, mm. does that hit right? Does that I make like sense? That. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm trying to sound like philosophical here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I like whatever. It. That's a hard one to describe. What does safety mm. mean? Um. Yeah. It's like what it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be what does it mean or what do you want it to mean for us just like in your own personal life. What's it mean for me personally? Ooh, see now that's I'll think a little different. Um I, I keep getting like I just like security, like your safety is like you that's a really hard question. I don't even know how to answer that. Um, it's okay. Because, because honestly, safety has been like it's not like butterflies and rainbows. Like, oh, do you think safety? It's not. It's been like, keep my head on a swivel. I'm safe. Like, safety, you know? Yeah. It's not like, it's not like what you think when you think about safety. Like, you think everything's good. But, yeah. That's, I like that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keeping your head on a swivel. Different. Like, safety. You're it's right. Safety, like, I feel like changes as you age, too, mm-hmm. and what you probably yeah. think about when you think of that. Yeah. What does <laughs> that's kind of a funny <laughs> follow up. What does a peaceful night look to you, look like to you? Um gosh, well first off, <laughs> that's just yeah. No intruders, nobody coming <laughs> on my balcony. Like we have to say that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's <yeah>. crazy. <laughs> um, a peaceful night to me is my son healthy and happy asleep in his bed where I can look at his beautiful little eyes where he's quiet, not talking. And <laughs> hey, he's seven. Listen, I get it. He's, he says so much craziness right now. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. So that's another thing really quick. I also, I just want to say this too, because I feel like this was another thing I wanted to talk about and I didn't. So yes, I have a seven-year-old son um, that wasn't with me when this happened, but I contemplated at first if I wanted to tell him about what happened because it, it did blow up so much. Like it, when it came on the news, I literally had to turn the news off. So he didn't say it. Um, and I just didn't know how to approach him, but listen, I, I don't know about other people's kids, but he's seven. He's growing up in a world of technology and he's so smart. He's so much smarter than I was. Um, at seven years old, he just knows way too much. He knows way too much it's actually scary. So, you know, at the same time, I want to be able to educate him. Um, and I did let him know what happened. I explained to him, you know, 
in, in mommy terms, you know, he's seven. I dumbed it down a little bit and made it a little bit seem a little bit prettier of a situation. You know, he doesn't need, but just explain to him, you know, there are bad people out there. Somebody did this to me. Somebody broke in. I didn't show him the video. He doesn't need to see me scared like that. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's, I think it's important to, to talk to your children because like I said, that that was one of the first things that flashed into my head when I was younger. Like you don't want to talk about it. Like you say, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it to your children about like there being bad people out there as well, because you don't want them to believe that you want everything to be like pretty little world in their head. Well, this is the world we go, we're living in. This is reality, you know, teach them to know safety, to be prepared um in instances like they wouldn't they wouldn't understand that people are bad if you if you're not gonna tell them you know what I mean they're gonna be a lot more naive be safer because of it so it's actually it could be counterintuitive but it leads to the the end result that we all want Mm -hmm. but that's another reason why my son he needed to know why my life's why are we moving? Why are we in a new home? Why is this ring up and, you know, happening? Why am I going to MMA all the time now? Why am I, and I explained to him, you know, this is why I'm doing these things. This is why I'm taking, this is how I'm taking care of myself now. Um, so he's getting to see that. And that's what I'm happy about. That's like, yeah, it's super satisfying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, was it Brene Brown talks about how this is like a different podcast. She's an expert, but kids need to see their parents take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yes. so important, you it's know? So, so he's probably learning so much just from seeing that alone, answering his questions, but also seeing that you are, you know, taking care of yourself and you, of course your son. So that's, that's Absolutely. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a really good example for him. I can, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's empowering, but yeah, like with MMA, it, it is super, super empowering. So, um, Yeah gaining back all that confidence that was lost because I mean I also I I went through a hot minute of just wondering like why did this guy pick me out like why me you know why could not wrap my head around just why what did he or even just like what did he want what did he want like I didn't want to believe he was there for something bad like but what did we what did he what was he really gonna do it's like I don't need to know I don't you know um but just know that you need to be prepared. <laughs> be, be prepared. Yeah. So. Or at least having that, that mental fight in you already. Oh yeah. And I would mm-hmm. say like being, when I say be prepared, it is part of what, like I said, I'm staying prepared with keeping my head on a swivel. That's how I keep my safety, keep my sanity, my safety. Um, yeah. It's not always don't necessarily need to have weapons. You don't necessarily need Thank to have you. everything, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. like that could help had that. It's always like, had it been this, had it been that, but like yep. I said, situation is what it is. Everything is as good as it can be for what happened. Yeah. Of course, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I think last okay. question. The last question. <laughs> um, what advice have you received that has impacted your life the most and that you'd like to share with others? Mm. Oh my goodness, y'all. That's a good one too. All these great questions. <laughs> you know, I was, I was like thinking I'm gonna, I almost, I didn't even want to be prepared for these because I wanted just to like 
I like this though. Um, gosh, this is great. I'm just, you know what? I'm glad y'all asked me this question because it was almost like I needed to tell y'all this so I can tell it to myself right now. Cause I've been, <laughs> it's just, it's been a really rough fucking season. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm so grateful that I moved out of that, that, that dump, you know, that place where I was at, it was clearly not safe and, um, wasn't where I was supposed to be in my life, but, oh my gosh. Um, if you, yeah, it's so cliche. It's so cliche, but listen, I, my mom battled terminal brain cancer. They, she was diagnosed when I was six years old and she ended up living for 10 years. Okay. She was not supposed to live more than three months with this. Um, she had six kids to take care of. Like I told y'all, didn't know my dad, didn't have a relationship with my dad. Right. Um, and, uh, when my mom was in remission from her cancer, she went like seven years without and very, very randomly one day. Yeah. I always thought she was going to be around to see my kids grown and, you know, like I'd be telling her about something like this happened and me right now, she would be literally, if my mom knew something, <laughs> she would be finding them. Like she would be out like, <laughs> but she was a fighter, but she told straight up told me one day when she was in remission, um, you, you can have anything you want in your life. If you want it bad enough, if you want it bad enough. And she kept saying it like, just anything you want in your life, if you want it bad enough. And it, when you're 14 years old and you're hearing that, you're like, oh, I want this fancy new house and this brand new car and I want all this money. And, you know, it's like, that's what you're thinking of, right? But it's so much deeper the older I'm getting. When my mom said that, she, was, she meant it way deeper than, like, I. that's why she reiterated it and said it. And I think, you know, she said it in that moment. It's one thing that stuck with me. It was a piece of advice. Um, gosh. Cause I've been lately feeling like, I don't know where my dreams are. <laughs> I know that sounds like, womp, womp. like, I love going in MMA. I love this, this new, I feel like I'm rebirthing myself. Like I'm, you know, but it's scary. It's new. It's, you know, um, yeah, you can have anything you want in life. You want a bad enough. That's a good one. Yeah, that's I have a good like one. <laughs> collective chills. It's literally yeah. like even a mindset. If you want, a, you want a better mindset. You want it bad enough. You can change it. You can do it. You really can. If you want something bad enough, like go for it. You know, um, I need to hug myself tonight and tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I've got lots of dreams right now, but they will come to pass. And not only that, but like I'm, I just want to say like that I'm also, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of like the people who have wanted to support me in this. I don't know how to word this properly. Like, like you guys are awesome. Like kudos to you guys, your podcast, what you do. Like, I love that shit. I'm, I think this kind of piggybacks off of like survivors, but just anybody who's badass and fighting for something, anything, um, which is like what I'm, I feel that I truly am doing with this, having this video gone viral now and have so much attention on it. Um, I've had to fight for the truth. I've had to fight for like, you know, just so many random little things. Right. So I think that as 
being like this survivor, um, I just have all of this, like, I'm proud, like a a mama bear, like, I'm proud of you, you know what I mean? Or I'm proud of you being kick-ass or like sharing the truth or, you know, fighting for what's right and um, being a light or being there and to comfort other people or to just let them know if they're not alone. I think that that's awesome. Like world needs more of y'all. Yes. So I'm proud of you. I wish I could just hug everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a loving person. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> no, it's great. No, but yeah. seriously, thank you, yeah, Hannah, thank you. so much. We know you're on the East Coast as well, so it's like <laughs> it's pretty late, late over God. there. But like, you heard, you're a survivor, you're an overcomer. Like, we are so grateful for you being here today. So yeah. thank you, and thank you for thank sharing your story. You. Yeah, that's not thank easy you. to go through, like to have to, you know, tell it again. But we appreciate you. So do the listeners. Dude, I'm so thank you guys for having me. Thanks for letting me ramble. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, your you guys story. are awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for this to get out there. I'm yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I will you. listen to this one. I will say that. I will watch. I will watch this, so I can actually watch this. Like I'll be able to see me. Yes, mm-hmm. and you'll see how beautiful yeah, you are, and that song. you're I'm you know totally own it. Yes. <laughs> You gotta own. You gotta own who you are. One hundred percent. I keep saying one hundred percent. I can't think of another phrase tonight. But yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. During the episode, we shared this week's secret word. Did you hear it? Every Friday, we'll post the story on Instagram at You're Not Paranoid, and we'll ask you for the secret word. All you have to do is go to that Instagram story and reply with the week's secret word. Then you're officially entered to win the YNP sticker pin pack. Listen to the following Monday's episode. And if you hear your Instagram handle, then you're the winner of the week. The sticker pin packs are super rad. So get listening. Hey, we just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate your support. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support us, give us a five-star rating on Apple podcast, leave a review and subscribe to our podcast. Every rating and review helps us grow our podcast and grow our community. Thanks again.